재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and on streaming platforms everywhere. On Mondays we have Christine in the studio to help us go local. Christine saw Hi, Christine. Hello, Kurt. Tapping into some of the mindsets of uh, Koreans here and how perceptions are um, evolving. This is the year of the golden dog, or it's about to be officially once we get past uh, Solla. Christine, do you have a golden dog? Uh, do you have do a I, dog? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it's white. Is it white? No, it's black, actually. It's black. Yeah, it's a Yorkshire Terrier. Oh, I love Yorkshire very- Terriers. Black brownish fur. Okay. <laughs> They have a little bit of gold, though. I mean, part of their uh, fur is golden. Yeah, yeah. Her chest is a little gold, golden. That's nice. Is it a, um, a well-behaved dog? Um, she is, but she has a very loud voice. So yeah. we try to keep her like, away from barking. <laughs> all my family's ever had all my life is Yorkshire Terriers. So wow. I, I know what they're like. They're, they're, they're very scrappy. Mm. And they're very territorial. Very. So this is the year of the golden dog, according to the Chinese or the Asian uh, zodiac of D and animals. The Koreans are kind of embellishing it, though, a little bit by calling it golden, right? It's really earth dog. What is the Korean? Is it? Musulyan, right? Oh, Musulyan, right. The term Musulyan kind of means golden. Is there gold kind of? Yeah, because gold, we we talked about this with uh, an expert. She said, well, Mm -hmm. gold is the highest form of earth. So there you go. That kind of covers it. Hmm. But it's a good year for selling gold and all that stuff. (laughs) We've talked also repeatedly on this program about how perceptions have changed with regard to pets and pets' ownership. I mean, what do you have to say about that? Well, um,. I'm going to add on on that, but I just wanted to highlight today of the recent change in the animal laws. Mm. It's going uh, to be um, started at March the 22nd. Mm. After that, a new um, reform law will be applied to the animal owners. How so? Like uh, leash laws and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, improve leash laws to protect the animals, so, but also protect um, the pedestrians that are around the dogs sure. to prevent any other incidents of sort. You've got to keep a dog on a leash basically almost anywhere unless you're out True. in the middle of the countryside. Yeah. And I think it's great that um, the law is reflecting that here in Korea. I mean, dogs... Over the sweep of history, they used to be just kind of guard dogs. Mm-hmm. They were almost tools more than pets. Yeah, um, and I think that was before um, the Koreans have started to live in an apartment so mm. much. Before that, they used the dogs as like guard dogs. Yeah. But after they moved into like smaller compartments, they used, um, started raising like pet dogs, right. you know, smaller breeds. And th- that's when they started to call the dogs uh, a g y o n Which Egyon. literally means pet dogs. Pet dogs. Uh-huh. But nowadays they're calling them p a l y o d o n g m u l which means companion animals or companion dogs. That's like even one step above pets. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's now my companion. <laughs> It's almost like my family, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're bringing them inside. I mean, it used to be that a dog would stay outside basically 365 days a year, no matter how cold, right? Right. Uh, but now they're inside. There's pillows. There's blankets. They they're are. basically, you know. One of the kids. Yeah. So that's also why um, we're showing like a rapid growth on the pet industry. Mm. So people started to regard, people are caring more about um, enhancing the living standard to the living quality of the dogs. Sometimes to a wild extent. I mean, the, <laughs> the value added services and all of yeah. that stuff out there, you can really baby a, a, a puppy. 
Yeah. So instead of babies, I, I think that's why some of the elders say that um, having a dog may prevent you from having a baby. Because you already uh, feel like um, you're channeling you already have all a baby. that. Uh-huh. Uh, you already have <laughs> the emotional catharsis of <laughs> raising this baby, furry baby. They call them fur babies too in the U.S., oh, right? They're oh, my yeah. little fur baby. Uh, so it's like having a child. It takes yeah, all that energy exactly. away from you. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting idea. Okay. So, uh, you know, there's all kinds of – there's even cable channels of pets and all this stuff and uh, stores exclusively for pets. So the perception is drifting. Let's um, – Touch upon this animal law that you just mentioned a while ago. Give me specifics of that. Okay, so um, the animal protection law revision will be um, effective of this March the 22nd. And um, the law revision consists of basically the two types of natures. One is to, as I said, protect the animals. And the other is to prevent the pedestrians or people around the dogs getting like bitten by them or being inconvenienced by them. Sure. Um, so one of them is um, they have strengthened the punishment for animal abusers. So it used to be um, if for animal abusers, they used to get a penalty up to one year or fine up to 10 million won. But mm. now it's double that. Wow. So it's two, um, two years up to penalties and fines up to 20 million won. That's a lot of money. It is. Mm. Um And uh, what other things? I mean, abandoned animals used to be Mm -hmm. a big problem. Still is. Every week I read something about some animal being Mm -hmm. left somewhere or tied up or just kind of handed over. Mm -hmm. And it it gets worse on the vacation days, holidays, you know, Ah. because people um, would go traveling somewhere um, remote and they would leave their dog there intentionally to get rid of them. Really? Yeah, and for people like that, they will be receiving fines um, up to 3 million won, which is tripled now before it used to be 1 million won. Okay. Yeah. And um, so there are also punishments for uh, the negligent pet owners. So those who don't put on um, leashes in public in their dogs, they'll get like fines of 200,000 won if it's like their first offense. 300,000, it's its second, and 500,000 for a third offense. They think, I, I believe a lot of those owners who don't put leashes on their dogs in, in say, the park or something, mm-hmm. they think they're doing the dog a favor, you know, let True. them run free and let them, yeah. but um, dogs kind of like discipline. They, they want to know what the boundaries are, what the rules are. Uh-huh. Um, and like you mentioned before, it's completely unfair to the other dogs and the other people that don't want to necessarily be charged at by a dog. Um, to not keep the dog on a mm. leash. And even though the dog is like perfectly calm all the time, I mean, something can happen to like spook them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very important to have a leash on, I think. I, I once saw like a really old uh, man walking down a very crowded street with three Pomeranians without leash. <laughs> and I was so scared the entire time. He, you know, went off to like a less crowded um, block, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, I mean, they th- yeah, if they think the dogs will listen to them, but dogs are, you know, they're creatures of instinct. If they see something, you know, some, some smaller dog mm-hmm. or whatnot, they're going to be off like a shot. Yeah. You know, they're going to be chasing. So let's see, this leash laws, did we cover everything? I, you, there's got to be something about cleaning up after the dog or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so they are also raising fines for not cleaning up the f- animal feces. Mm-mm. And also um, interesting is that... Um, they also started to give out rewards to 
to those who report negligent pet dog owners. So if you see someone without a dog leash walking the dog, and you report them, you'll get a reward money for that. Bring that camera out and <laughs> narc on all those uh, negligent dog owners. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's almost like a little industry here, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you can report on people with... Um, Parking violations and whatnot. I'm getting a note from our uh, PD. Those people are being called keparachi. Yeah, keparachi. So it's a mixture, a com- compound of ke dog and paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> Paparachi. <Kepara>, yeah. <laughs> okay. Dog paparazzi that are alerting the authorities and collecting mm-hmm. a bounty. Um, what are the? It seems like Maltese is the perennial favorite of Koreans, right? Little white dogs. Yeah, and um, actually, Maltese used to be the favorite dogs in back in the two thousands. And I actually have like a little data um, released by the Korean Kennel Club. Okay. About how popular dog breeds have changed over time, mm-hmm. and. As you said, the Maltese were popular in the 2000s, along with the Shih Tzus and Yorkshire Terriers. And the reason was because this was like the time where a lot of people started to move into like apartments instead of like big houses. Mm. And and see if you recognize any of the names of the breeds. Sure. In 2003, it was like Chihuahuas, Poodles, English Cocker Spaniel, and Schnauzer. Sure. Mm-hmm. And in 2006, it was Siberian Husky, Samoyed, Golden Retriever, and the Korean Jindo. Whoa, suddenly I think people's apartments are, must be getting bigger because <laughs> these are big dogs. This is um, um, under the influence of some of the TV programs that oh. started to highlight the, um, the, I don't know, the upside of the larger breeds. Okay. There was this like really famous dog called Sangani, actually. Really? I don't know the breed of that dog. But it was um, seen in the TV a lot. Okay. And after that, people started to. And that was get a what? That was dog. a retriever or a jindo or something? Um, I'm not sure. She's going to look up a picture. Yeah. It looks like a giant. Uh, it's a big old fluffy dog. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind not of like a retriever. A, like one of those Eskimo dogs. Oh, um, not, maybe. not a husky, but uh, one of those big white ones. Mm-hmm. There's a restaurant that I go to, and it's, they've got a dog called Dubu. It's about as big as a horse. <laughs> and he's, he's white. He's like an elephant lying mm-hmm. on its side. Hence uh, the name the Dubu. The name's Dubu. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so that's, the dogs are getting bigger over time. Is mm-hmm. that trend continuing? No, it only um, peaks up at the 2000s and in 2009 it's people are getting the pugs the beagle the dash hounds and in 2012 it's pomeranian again bichon frise shiba inu and spitz Mm. and again in 2015 to nowadays um you will see a lot of french bulldogs around the long they're getting really popular french they are they are yeah the long-cut chihuahuas the welsh corgis and my favorite italian greyhound those little skinny (laughs) yeah Yeah, they're incredibly elegant looking. Mm, they, they, they are. And they're fast. They God are help you if fast, you don't yeah. have them on a leash in the park and they get away <laughs> from you. But usually they tend to be a little bit jumpy and they stay close to their owner anyway. True, true. I always, um, at, around my apartment, there's always like a, this mother who walks a, her like little baby mm-hmm. with the greyhound along together. And two of them, you know, walk as if they're like, one person, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they say people come to resemble their dogs or vice versa. Not just, I mean, in mannerism, in how they look and how they behave. Are you and your Yorkshire Terrier similar? Uh, I always get kind of a 
comment when I, every, when I go to my vet. Mm. She, he always says that me and my dog look very similar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have it very long-haired or do you cut it... Um... Um, She, she has it long-haired most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right. I've actually seen like a study on this. And the reason why the dog owners and the dog resem- get uh, like a similar resemblance uh-huh. is also because when the dogs choose, uh, when the owner chooses uh, their dogs, they tend to um, choose the one that has like a similar resemblance to them. So subconsciously, they're mm-hmm. basically picking a dog yeah. that mirrors them. Kind of. That's interesting. Out of the group, they'll pick a dog that's the most like, similar to yourself. I think that probably makes sense. You know, you, you, you build rapport from that first minute you mm-hmm. see the animal. And if they behave like you and look like you and have some of your traits, that makes perfect sense. So there's this whole sort of, you know, dog industry that's uh, built up. Uh, like we said, all the foo-foo toys, pillows and stuff, but a real sort of second tier economy built all around animals. Yeah. And nowadays, actually, like insurances for dogs are also coming up. They cover everything from like medical bills to like accidents that dog might have. And as you know, they're like even dog daycares. Yeah. 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 Dog walkers are a big uh, sector coming up, you Mm -hmm. know, where people will come stop by your place, walk your dog. Uh, That's very necessary for some busy couples. Yeah, especially of the like the single household or the smaller household. That's right. You're going to be at work eight to ten hours a day. You know, I suppose you can leave like little puppy papers <laughs> behind for it, but you want the dog to get some exercise, a little true, sunshine, true. that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's very important. Mm. And there are also like hotels that are setting up um, rooms for travelers who travel with their dogs. Even. Yeah, dog friendly hotels. Are there mm. many of those? Um, it's getting quite popular. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a look, a preview of the year of the Golden Dog. Christine, thanks for helping us go local, and I'll see you again soon. Thank you, Kurt.